there's only one thing in the world that's been proven to scare 100% of the humans that inhabit it. No, not Chinese balloons. Digital marketing. This is the Get Found Got Growth Podcast. The fact is, there's nothing to be afraid of. And by the end of this show, you'll be more excited about it than you've ever been before. You're about to get some amazing practical tips and updates in digital marketing and search that you, as a small business owner, can start using today. Get ready to embrace it. Get ready to harness its power. And get ready to see the results. This is the Get Found Got Growth Podcast. And now your host, Maria Elena Duran. So when we talk about marketing, it is creating that meaning for your customer. How is it that you benefit them? How do you support them? What is it that you do exactly? It's building that relationship and that trust and that credibility. Even though we want to do business with you, if we're a little bit uncertain about what you do or that you can actually fulfill on all these great things that you say that you can do, we're not going to do business with you. We have to feel that there's credibility there. And then how can you influence them? as they're marketing to them, as they're going along their journey to actually buy from you, consider them you, and also refer you. So what a marketing funnel looks like is first awareness. That's first and foremost. People don't know you exist. How can they even search you or find you to do business with you? They may not even be aware that there is a solution out there. So a lot of times when I'm talking about awareness, I explain to people to think about how people search for you. When they know your name, how do they search for you? Are they looking on Facebook? Do they reach out to their friends and shout out to the feed and say, hey, does anybody know somebody who could do this? And you really need to know their words because they may not be looking for, hey, does somebody know a pediatric dentist? They may be shouting out, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, or into their social feed. Does somebody know somebody who can straighten my kiddo's teeth? So that could be the words that they're using. It's up to us to know exactly what those words are and not just be bogged down with our industry speak. So that awareness is truly meeting people where their eyeballs are already at using the words that they use. Then for consideration, that's where we have social proof that we are good at what we do and we know what we're talking about. So do you give people opportunities to not just learn that you're in existence, that you have a product, service, or solution that can serve them, but are you the best at what you do? Because no matter what our budget is, we still want to work with the best. And then are you doing things that are giving them the opportunity to convert, to say, I want more, or to give buying signals that they are the best customer for you and they have the most interest to what you have? Do you give them those opportunities in your digital presence and your marketing funnel? And then you're building loyalty with your customer. Are you teaching them? Do you have a curriculum of how they can actually refer you and the best way to do that other than, hey, I hope you say something nice about me and put it here, or I hope you'll know what's going on here. Because a lot of times when we ask other people to introduce us, even in a real person-to-person situation, when that person says, you know what, this is Maria, and let me let her tell you what she does. That is code to say, I have no idea what you do, so I'm going to let her speak about it, which means you have to work on the way you teach people who you serve and what you do, and you have to work on those words, the content, and curriculum that you are sharing with people because this is how you educate them and are able to have more people spread the message for you. So how are you reaching your customers right now? How do you make it easy for them to find answers to questions that they have, even at 3 o'clock in the morning when they may be shopping? A lot of women between the ages 34 to 54 years old, because I was working with a business just yesterday, who that's their best customer, 
their customer shops at 2.20 in the morning. Are you available then or do you have resources on digital that will help them find the answers to help them convert? Can you turn those leads into customers? And do customers return? Do they buy from you often? Because, again, they already have no like and trust with you. You want them to do that. You're listening to the Get Found Got Growth Podcast. Washing away all your impractical fears about digital marketing. So as we talk about awareness, you can reach your customers really through all of these ways. I'd love to hear in the question box how you're currently reaching your customers. Is it through Google search? Are they looking there? Because it's the number one search engine in the world. By the way, number two is YouTube. It's a search engine and a social network. It's the number two search engine, second only to Google, and it's the number two social network as well. It even beats TikTok. How's that? A billion people access TikTok. 15 billion access YouTube. So talk about repurposing content. So how are you doing that right now? I'm trying to figure out hashtag words and Google words. Ah, I understand that. Are you using Google Trends and your free keyword planner in your Google Ads? Those are all free tools, by the way, Sharon. Google Business Page. Absolutely. That's a great way because it has such great visual real estate on that right-hand side. And we know it takes about six touch points for people to really finally see. So as you look at that, do you have that? Word of mouth is still powerful. That's why I like to talk about the loyalty side of this funnel because some people are the only ones who have influence over your potential customer, and you would like to borrow from their credibility. So you don't have to start at square one. If on the scale of one to ten, it takes ten for them to feel comfortable and safe to buy from you. You don't want to start at square one. When you can have word of mouth, all of a sudden you might come in at a five or an eight, depending on how somebody refers and recommends you. Absolutely word of mouth. I just learned and found the keyword planner last night. Oh, I love actually doing videos about that too. So I'll definitely share that, Sharon. So wonderful too. I see lots of word of mouth, advertising as well, trade show marketing, and then of course searching online in general because Google's not the only search engine. It's the only one I talk about, but I use several ones of them. So the best practices that you learn in Google, apply that to other search engines. So you will meet people where they are. I'm a big fan of fishing where the fish are. It takes a tremendous amount of time, energy, and money to get people who are spending time here to look over here. It is better for us to be experts in our customers, to know where they're looking, and then match where their eyeballs already are. Because the amount of time and money that you'll have to spend to get them to pay attention is something we, most of us small businesses, cannot live through, and we'll run out of cash before then. So as we look at this, we want to identify who our best customer is. It is not anybody, everybody, or somebody. Because if that's our messaging, if that's who our best customer is, we'll get their second cousin, Nobody. I always know when somebody does not and has not done the homework part of this because it's not the sexy part of marketing. They want to go more to the promotions, the campaigns, and what socials do I need to be on, and what do I need to be posting about. But this is the foundation you need, and this is where people fail because they will build that foundation on shifting sand, not knowing who their best customer is, and it's important for you to do that. If you had a 100 of that best customer for you, the customer that gives you the most pleasure and profit, anybody else, you could still serve them, but they are gravy. So when I hear people say, anyone that fogs the mirror, that lets me know they are totally clueless on who is that best customer. Yes, you can serve anybody who fogs the mirror. They're gravy. Let's not miss that best customer by having too generic a message for them that they don't realize this is for you, okay? So I see trade show as well. Reba, you know that in trade show, as you start going through and you're taking different information and people who've come to your booth or come by as you start targeting and really getting specific about your audience. So this is about branding your business and getting that business online. 
So identify who those customers are. It's not just demographics that they're this age, that this is their gender, that this is anything about them. They're in this geography. It's also psychographics. It's knowing not just that they're in Midland, Texas. Maybe they're in the 79707 zip code or the 79762 or the behavior. Maybe they just bought an SUV three months ago, and that's the best customer for you. What's so nice about all the marketing tools is you can help identify who that specific customer is and target your message towards them and not miss them. Again, you could serve anybody, everybody, and somebody, but that's not how you're going to lead your messaging. You want to pick that best customer. So a lot of times when I'm working with teams, in fact, I did this just yesterday, and actually to ask them to pick a name, even a photo that depicts who that best customer is so that everyone on the team, when they're creating content or when you're creating content, maybe you're the one person team. So now you're going through and you look and you say, okay, now I'm on social and this is the best person that I'm talking to. So everything that I write needs for them to read it and say, or every content video too. So it's not just writing video and photos and writing needs for them to see it and say, oh my gosh, they get me. They get me, and that is the reaction that you want. So in this instance, we even go through education, where she works, what her interests are, what publications, what website she spends time on, and the fact that she shops locally is really something that is the focus for this business when they're putting together their best customer persona. Again, you've heard me say it several times, the reason I'm saying that Focus on your best customer and then everybody else's gravy is because this is the first point where most businesses, small businesses, will fight that. They'll say, but I'm so unique. I am so unique. I can take care of everyone. Those are the ones that I see within a year or two that fail, if not faster, because they do not have a specific target audience that they're going for. So it's not unique. Most people fail. Most businesses fail. If you want to jump up to the top 20% that don't fail, explain and spend some time on understanding who that best customer is. Now, as you brand your business, you can put your logos together, your colors, your graphic elements, and truly your voice and messaging that tone so it resonates with who that best customer is. Everybody else is gravy. So as we look at branding based on values, who are you? What is it that you deliver? What are your non-negotiables? This is truly where your VPs come into place, and those are vision, purpose, values, and passion. Those VPs in your business are just as important as any other big corporation's VPs are. Vision, purpose, values, and passion. Because that will truly be what seeps into what makes you unique as a small business. And people are buying you as a small business. See, the great thing that we have as small businesses is that we know who our best customer is. They're within arm's reach. We can talk to them. We don't have to have a big survey or a big research company come in to figure out who our best customer is. We can already know it and reach out to them. And we can have a personal relationship with them. Plus, we can pivot on a dime and we're very nimble. That is the strength that we need to lean into as small businesses to meet people when they need us. So that's how we compete with large businesses, but we just need to make sure people are aware that we exist. And part of that awareness is understanding our uniqueness and what people are looking for from us. So as you create a brand positioning statement, you want to really think about who's that best customer, what is it that you uniquely offer that they only can get from you, so that differentiation is important, and what is that promise? So one of the reasons people like to get a copy of today's slides is because of this template right here. If you want to screenshot it right now, you can because you might want to put a to-do list together. In fact, I encourage you to do that after this session to pick one or two things that you're going to apply immediately because knowledge is not powerful. That's a myth. Let's throw that out because knowledge is only powerful when it's applied. 
This is applying what you're learning today. So you're not wasting your 60 minutes with me. You're actually using this to grow your business. So who is your audience? Who is the customer or the challenge that they have and the need that they have? What's your name? If you have a name, or it could be you. You could be borrowing it from your personal brand right now as you develop and grow your business and customer base. And because what's that promise or that mission that you have? What is it that uniquely drives you to help your customers? And what do they get from you? So for TW Tote, they are for working professionals who need stylish and a functional lunch bag. TW Tote provides fashionable, insulated, vegan leather totes because everyone deserves a luxurious and functional lunch bag the entire family can use. You see how they're very positioned there? So while they could help somebody who isn't working, who isn't a professional, somebody who really doesn't matter if they have vegan leather or not. They're very focused on what makes them unique and also what makes their target audience unique. So as you get your business online, a lot of people like to start with socials. Just socials are really easy to get on. Understand that time is money or even more valuable than money because you can make more money, but you can't make more time. 86,400 seconds in any given day. That's all we have. So are you being smart and social? Are you where people need to be? Even though you may not have a website right now, you may have thrown up a social LinkedIn company page, a Facebook business page. Maybe you have Instagram for business or for creators, whatever that you're doing, or TikTok as well. But is your brand consistent across all of these socials, and do you have a strategy for that? Because if you're not measuring, you're not marketing. So $1 or one minute spent that's not lifting the bottom line or getting you closer to your goal, is $1 or one minute spent too much, all right? So understanding that you do need to be in directories and online directories, specifically that reach your target audience or even marketplaces. I was working with a team that utilizes Amazon as the lead-in where they do a lot of their test products. They get social proof, and then they bring it to their site because they want to lean into the eyeballs that are already there in Amazon and let Amazon do that heavy lifting. So are you going to build your own site? If you do, own it. Understand that a lot of people who are on socials, Their first piece of strategy is to try to get everybody's contact info because they know socials is rented land. If something goes down, if somebody decides at the social platform that they need to unpublish you, how are you going to get in contact with everybody then? How are you going to be able to stay in communication if that is not available to you? So their first order of strategy when they have a website or when they're using social is to direct them to their website and capture their contact information, at least their email just in case something like that happens. You also control it. Your website is your property. Location, location, location. A lot of us have heard that. That's prime for where you decide to put a retail business. Well, it's the same thing now because location is here. 74% of us go first here to a mobile device when we want to no-go, do, or buy. And if we aren't showing up online, they don't think we exist. They think in 2020 when the whole world shifted, we shut down. There's nothing there. There's no awareness. So again, this is a great place where you can grow your business and you can do that for free using Google Sites. So you don't have to pay for hosting or sites if you're just getting started and you're wanting proof of concept. It's a great place to do that. But eventually you want your own site that you brand just like TW Tote did right here that really helps build trust because that brand consistency in name, logo, colors, and voice builds trust. You will get bored with your messaging and your graphics and your logo before anybody even knows and are aware that you exist. So just know that. Calm yourself and build brand consistency and trust.
If you're building that business profile, like we heard somebody say earlier, that they use to be able to grow their business and stay visible, you'll go to google.com slash business. That's a great way for you to be seen there, too, and build that business profile. So you can use this tool. It's 100% free. It's a good way for you to control your information on Google search and maps, and it also gets you that visibility, that prime real estate there. You've been listening to the Get Found, Got Growth Podcast. Maria is a small business owner herself. She's been doing it for almost 20 years. She's even earned the Texas Governor's Excellence in Small Business Award. In fact, Google contracts her to train at conferences. And now you have her for free. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find Maria on Instagram at Maria Elena Duran and on Twitter and LinkedIn at Maria Duran. See you next time on the Get Found Got Growth Podcast. <laughs>